0: Quitting time on your Tuesday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. The drive continues. I'm Russell Smith alongside Bear, Marcus Young, Ben Slotnick helping us out inside the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios this afternoon. Marcus has your top five at five. What's going on, Marcus? Thank you, Russell.
1: At number one, Tennessee Titans have hired their new offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, who was the passing game coordinator, has now been elevated to offensive coordinator. They also made a few changes in-house and bringing in a couple new faces. They brought in uh, Lori Locus, who was with the Buccaneers. She'll be the first female full-time head coach working on the defensive side of the ball. Oh,
0: assistant coach. Huh? You said she would be the first female head coach.
1: Did I say head coach? You did. Hmm. She could be one day. Maybe I'm predicting the future, Russell. Uh, they also brought in Charles London to be the pass game coordinator and the quarterbacks coach. Chris Harris has been hired as the defensive pass game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Amongst the inside uh, changes, Pat O'Hara is now the pass game analyst who was the quarterback coach. Luke uh, Steckel is now the run game analyst. Tony Dews is now the tight ends coach. And Jason uh, Hotelling is now the O-line coach. So a few changes from within on the offensive side of the ball. Just trying to figure out what's going on over there
0: i'm i'm okay with it I, i'm not over the moon i'm not i'm not down on it though i see some titans fans are down on it they wanted him to go outside. Uh, rabel's not going to go outside the family he's like josh heupel's not going to go outside the family man they uh God. kelly's been there he had a front row seat to what went wrong i'm sure they'll change some things around and again the biggest thing is just you got a better offensive line play, man. If you can't keep your quarterback upright, none of this stuff matters the scheme and play calling and all that stuff. So that's what they got to get right. I'm trusting in Vrabes. Well,
1: I just hope you don't do run, run, pass, punt anymore. That's all I can hope for at this point. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah B- Block, block somebody. Keep your quarterback healthy. <laughs>
1: yeah, but run, run, pass it. It gets old, man. It gets really old watching that kind of thing. Well, those are the only football. two things you can do. Marcus. Yeah, but you don't have to do it in that order. Switch it up. That's all I'm asking. Switch it up. Number two, Tennessee men's basketball announced that Santiago Vescovi has been named the top ten candidate for the Jerry West shooting guard of the year award. Good to see Vescovi getting up, uh, up there and getting that recognition.
0: Yeah, um... Man, he's been a pleasure to watch these years. It's hard to believe that his career is most likely winding down. I would love to be able to convince him to come back next season. He has that option, but it sounds like he's eyeing a career in professional basketball uh, overseas, if not here. So um, I hope that these last 10-plus games, hopefully, go very well for him. He's able to live up to his preseason expectations and – Lead Tennessee to the promised land to boldly go where no Tennessee basketball team has gone before. The the final four. Come on, Santi.
1: It's funny looking back at when he first got here, the differences of the type of player he is now. Before, it was like a turnover every chance he touched the ball. But he's really blossomed into a really, really great player for this organization. Uh, Number three, uh, Tennessee's football team, excuse me, has made a couple additions. Bringing back Vol for Life, Robert Ayers, as a defensive graduate assistant. Along with that, they've added, if I can hit the right article, uh, they also added Goodman, Andrew Goodman, who is a part of UConn, will be added to the program's new director of football operations. Hypo getting his staff right. I He's one of those guys that I have full confidence capability and trust him to make these kind of changes and additions and i mean he does trust him until
0: he gives you a reason not to absolutely
1: uh number four vols baseball is slated to have 14 regular season games televised in 2023 the sec in conjunction with espn announced that in 2023 tennessee will have 14 regular season games Tennessee, which enters the year ranked number two in the country, is slated to have 12 of its games aired live on ESPN and their family networks during the regular season, while the remainder of the Vols' home contests and conference road games will be streamed digitally on the SEC network. I
0: think it's cool that all these games are available to watch, and we can pretty much all pull them up on our phones and, and watch even the games that are streaming only. I do find it interesting that the SEC Network needs all this inventory and they've even got the alternate channels which we've pretty much given up on them using at this point but uh, man it seems like you could broadcast even more of these games my initial thought when I saw that it was 14 games televised and two of those would be next week at the uh, thing in Arizona yeah. Major League yeah. Baseball Network was man I, it feels like that's a little bit low but I, I see that you know they, they want to move around and We've got the games in the big series, Vanderbilt, LSU, Arkansas. Yep. At least one of those games will be televised from each of those series, and they want to get all the other schools an opportunity to be on there too. But, uh, man, you think Tennessee baseball would draw a lot of eyes and be worthy of even more television consideration. Yep, I agree.
1: And finally, at number five, Starchild, Aaron Rodgers. it's going on a little <laughs> but, retreat, Russell. Yeah, a retreat from what? Aaron Rodgers says that he will be going on a four-day, quote, darkness retreat oh God, as he guy. contemplates his NFL future. <sighs> a darkness retreat? Four days? Four days. Aaron Rodgers is is not going to be taking his decision lightly about whether Just he's going to Totally return.
0: focused on football.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is how he described it to Pat McAfee on his show. It's four nights of complete darkness. You can leave if you can't do it. You can just walk out of the door, but it's a darkness retreat, and I've had a number of friends who have done it and had some profound experiences. It's something that's been on my radar for few years now, and I thought it would be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after the season. So uh, apparently, from what I gather...
0: You're just going to go sit in a room in the dark somewhere? Yeah, I
1: think I saw somewhere say that... uh, Does this
2: involve hardcore hallucinogenic drugs as well?
0: Probably. I don't know about you guys, but... I spend the night in the dark every night. About from about midnight till seven AM. Every night. I'm I'm in the dark. Ari Is he uh, gonna stay up? What are you just meditating so here's in the darkness? Here's
1: one added fact that I've learned. Uh from Ari Merov, or however you say his last name. Uh apparently Rogers also said that there are two slots where food will drop uh, into wherever room he's staying in How
2: long is he, he going to be in the dark for?
1: Four days. Or four days straight in pitch black dark. If someone can't handle the four days they can leave, like I said, no music, no one else inside. Can't that it's damage just, your
2: eyesight permanently?
1: It's just you in the darkness and your thoughts.
3: <laughs>
1: what a weirdo. What Could you imagine anyone for this is the run. guy
0: you want to trade for Marcus. Yes. this yes. is the guy you want to bring yes. in as the face of your franchise to lead your team yeah. on a super bowl run this guy
1: imagine with me for a moment he comes out of whatever hole he's in sun oh, just shining great start sun shining bright into his eyes and when he looks at the sun it starts to have a little tail at the end of it, it starts to see a, a t forming in the in the brightness of the you sun, know, you
0: know what the serious quarterbacks are going to be doing during this time when when he's in a cave somewhere. You know what, you know what, Mahomes and Josh Allen and even Tannehill. You know what they're what these guys are going to be doing. Profe, you know, professional sure. NFL quarterbacks. What's that? They're going to be working out. They're going to be with a trainer. Uh-huh. They're going to be running on the beach. They're going to be eating healthy. They're going to be watching film. They're going to be uh, getting together with the receivers. Dropping ass
2: and sitting in the dark. Well, you know, Tannehill. That's
0: how a professional quarterback approaches a job in the NFL. Even Baker Mayfield is going to be working out somewhere. He's not going to go spend four days in a damn cave, Marcus. Yeah,
1: well, Tannehill. Uh, did see a sports therapist last year apparently because of how bad he played against the Bengals and it clearly didn't work. Yeah, he clearly was, he was trying work. to get
2: some help. He wasn't going sitting in a cave yeah. doing drugs. And it didn't work. Maybe going into a- three interception he games, work. man. He got hurt. Yeah, it didn't work cuz he didn't have any offensive linemen, you dummy.
1: Well, all I'm going to say is keep an eye out for Star Child and how he does this next season cuz if his darkness it's retreat, like,
2: out of all your bad takes, this maybe your wins, dumbest.
1: If he wins the Super Bowl after this darkness retreat, he's not. I he's, want he's, apologies. He's,
0: I want heartfelt oh yeah, apologies. Oh yeah. I, here's a hot is that take number for five? you. Yeah, that was five. I'm fifty 50 50-50 whether he ever plays again. Right, seriously, I seriously, I don't think he. This, this is not the the story that comes out about a guy who wants to play NFL football. This is a story about a guy who's taking that for granted. And there are 32 teams in that league. None of them want a quarterback who takes playing in that league for granted. None of them. That's why the Packers want to trade him. And guess what? There are not a lot of teams lining up for the opportunity to sign him. And it's not just because it's cost prohibitive. It's because he's a flake. Yeah. he's A complete fruit loop. Just gonna say once again. That, like, I think he's a fake flake, man. Like, yeah. it just strikes me as, as very phony. It's like, dude, if if you're really into this Eckhart Tolle, life is bigger than football. Like, I get it. Okay, life is bigger football. Like, I'm glad you yeah. have outside interests in everything. But So he, glad you're enlightened. It, How's your relationship he's really, with your immediate family, bro? He's really trying hard to let us know. He really wants yeah. to let us know how mystical and important he finds his Sean place no. in the greater universe and all this stuff. It's yeah, like, you're okay, mega-rich
2: dude with with too much time
1: on your hands. Just going to point out, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, both left their original teams to go somewhere new and won Super Bowls.
2: And, and both of those and guys eat, sleep, 24-7 football. They weren't going off doing drugs in a cave. You think Tom Brady I – mean,
1: Tom Brady gets like a massage by his own little buddy like on a regular
2: basis. Like you think that he doesn't do weird things in his spare time? He, he doesn't go. He didn't go around advertising it. No, I I, I don't. Uh, unless he just was keeping it really top secret. I don't think he was going on any hallucinogenic retreats like Aaron
0: Rodgers. Can you imagine? Peyton tripping balls in a, in a teepee somewhere? An Indian shaman. Movie. Did you see how mad he? Omaha, goes? Omaha, blue forty-two. Like he's, 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 everybody else is seeing the the walls melt and sound come to life. He's just seeing blitzers coming from every corner. Ray Lewis. I'd be I'd be worried. Peyton would have a bad trip. I don't think he would handle hallucination no, very he well. He would do
2: well. Do you see him lose his mind at that flag football game because he got cheated?
0: No, I didn't. I,
1: I he actually did get very. How upset. was
0: the the Pro Bowl? Was it was awful. terrible, awful? I've heard people either loved it or they hated it. I like the flag football part of it. They got
2: the players got real serious real quick in that flag football game. Yeah, oh yeah, J- yeah. J- did You see, Jalen Ramsey
1: just like threw down Tariq Hill, or like he did like a hip check to him.
2: Hey, be careful, Tariq Hill. Lot will jump up and whack him yeah they got they got serious about that and then Peyton was dead serious I mean not competitive he is he's going against Eli they gave Eli the Gatorade bath
0: Eli beat him yeah you know that sticks in Peyton's craw oh terribly you probably won't talk to him for i I'm a couple still weeks. just
2: trying to wrap my brain around the fact that Marcus tried to act like Tom Brady. And Peyton Manning did some of the same stuff that Roger Starchild does. I'm just saying. He There's needs- a reason his Star Starchild on the show,
1: Marcus. I'm just saying he needs a, uh, a new a change of scenery. Get out of the snowy uh, wasteland that is Green uh, Bay. Yeah,
2: you know Come what change of scenery needs, Nashville. Marcus? Quit doing hallucinogenic drugs if you want to play pro football, dude. His last girlfriend was named what, Russ?
0: It's like Blue of Earth. Blue of Earth, yeah. Sounds like a lovely girl. Yeah,
2: I'm sure she should. take great. home to mom. Yeah, 100%. This guy can't get along with anybody.
0: Yes, he
1: can. Oh, who? Well, Devontae Adams made it sound like he wants to reunite with him. Devontae and Randall Cobb. Like he can't stand his own family. Would you want to be associated with Jordan Rodgers?
0: That dullard? Man who doesn't love his family.
2: That's a big, big red flag sign. to me, Marcus. Yeah.
1: Well, if he's listening, which I know he is, you can come he's, join you're, my family.
2: You're, you're going down
0: out. in flames, there, buddy. Huh? Yeah. Would you? Would I you? I feel uh, like a phoenix rising from the would ashes. Did you smoke the ayahuasca with with Aaron Rodgers? No, he would. He'd sit if, in that dark
2: cave sniffing his own farts with if him. Oh.
0: What are you ta- What are you doing? What are you talking about?
1: Shit, I was with you on. Is this, Yeah. This is. It's what's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, you I and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, I would. This wouldn't be happening together but, in a cave. You know. <laughs> You're pretty stinky. Yeah. Well, we have got a lighter, Aaron. Hold on. If it it's meant uh, if it meant taking him as a as a Tennessee Titan, I would. Uh, <laughs> thank you for this, Russell. You're welcome. If it meant him being a Tennessee Titan, I would 100 percent do whatever drugs he asked me to to try wow
0: you jump off a building if everybody else is doing it too if Aaron no,
1: Rodgers did he would if he was going to commit to the Titans jump off the bat tower look I'm going to say it I'm done with Tannehill I'm done I'm out
0: oh wow And none That's of us bold, are even arguing with bold, you about, uh, that. bold bold position you've staked out there Marcus it's give it's me someone
1: your... give me someone that can win
0: They don't grow on trees, man. They're hard to find. 865 546 8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Let's break it down here, real quick. We'll come right back. More of your phone calls when we continue after this. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. 1057 FM, 1340 AM, streaming online this afternoon. Fanrunradio.com, your free Fan Run app. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show this afternoon. Open lines, 546-8200. Talking University of Tennessee basketball vols at Vanderbilt tomorrow night. Talking LeBron James on the verge of breaking the NBA's all-time scoring record. 36 points away. He could do it tonight. He's going to do it tonight, probably. Where does LeBron rank on the list of all-time greats in the NBA? Some spirited discussion on that this afternoon, although our super scientific Twitter poll has Michael Jordan running away With uh, that honor, 78.6% of the 369 votes being cast this afternoon have uh, MJ taking that that honor. 17.6% for LeBron, 0.5%. 0.5 responding for the man whose record LeBron is about to break, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That is bizarre. I, I don't think so, man. I, I I don't think there are many people out there that think Kareem is a better player than Jordan or LeBron.
1: I think I'm just more, it's more interesting the level of that percentage. I don't
0: know. Vols Nation says, why isn't Kobe getting love? I'd take Kobe over LeBron 10 out of 10.
2: Yeah. Oh, I would too. I, I think Kobe, if, if you're really – uh, gonna have a debate. I, I think it would I'd debate Kobe versus Jordan before anybody.
0: He's probably as close as it really gets. The the similarities just body type, type of athlete, attitude, attitude, winner's mentality. Yeah, that that stuff between Kobe and like Kobe is the closest man. I don't think there will ever be another Jordan. Kobe's Mm, an all time great but he he's pretty darn close. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones. Newman is next. Hello, Newman. Hello. How's it going? I think LeBron is the GOAT personally. Really? Let me ask let me ask you this, Newman. How old are you? Not important. It isn't. No, it's yes, it's very important. It's just, just, critical. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna be mean to you. I I just want to know honestly. Inquiring me on twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Okay. That explains a lot. Also explains why. What? And I'm middle aged, and I think uh, Kareem's the greatest of all time. Well, I'll, admit I'll say it. that I, I was twenty one in two thousand one when Michael Jordan had just retired for the first time. I think. We. I, mean, I don't really. I don't really recognize his year or two with the the Wizards but I, I remember thinking at the time and and keep in mind like Kobe's been in the league for a couple of years now he's coming up he's obviously going to be great but I remember thinking at the time that you know Jordan hands down the goat there will never be another player like that and at the time you could have said recency bias like the there, there's he had just finished playing and was still the biggest name in sports at that time in the world and and all that stuff. Well, it's been over 20 years, and I still feel that way. And um, so, I mean, that that's the way I feel. And, you know, Newman, you probably didn't get to see much, Jordan, but you've grown up watching LeBron for pretty much your whole adult life, right?
4: Right. LeBron has always been the face of the NBA in my time. And, look, he's averaged at least 21 points a game in each of his first 21 seasons. And he has a 50% field goal percentage all-time. And he's constantly the guy you want to depend on to make that last shot. He is that go-to guy. He's what Tennessee basketball is missing, that go-to guy. And I just don't think that was necessarily Kareem Abdul-Jabbar back in the day.
0: I, I almost guarantee I don't have the stats in front of me. Marcus, can you pull this up? i I, I guarantee you that Kareem would shoot higher than 50% from the field just because he had so many dunks, right? Right. Um, Jordan had a 50% shooting percentage as well from the field, which is pretty remarkable. Averaged 30.1 points per game over his career, which is uh, three points higher than LeBron. Um, LeBron averaged two more assists per game. And I I think the fact that Jordan – shot the same percentage as LeBron is pretty impressive to me because uh, the game wasn't as spread out back then. Shots were harder to come by. And, I, and I, I don't mean this as a criticism of LeBron, but it's a difference that I think is important. LeBron's a better passer. LeBron is more of a point guard type mentality where he's passing is more important to him. Jordan would force some shots now. Like, Jordan could be a little bit of a black hole. You throw the ball to him and it ain't coming out. And he could force some shots. So the the fact that he made 50% of those shots when the game was as congested as it was and the defense was as physical as it was is really impressive to me because I w- you would think that that would mean his shooting percentage would be lower. But it isn't. 50% from the field over a career as a guard playing in the 90s? is stunning.
4: And you know who has the most game-winning shots of all time? Talk about the clutch factor. LeBron James. Really? He is 17 all-time. Michael Jordan is nowhere to be found. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Nowhere found- That's whoa, the whoa, thing. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, nowhere whoa, nowhere whoa. to be found. Where, where, where are we looking at this? Cite your sources here, Newman, young Newman.
4: It's on 82 games dot com
0: 82 games dot com most game winning shots i mean I, I remember jordan had many game winning shots i mean the one that jumps out to everybody's mind is game six against the jazz in 98 is it the when flu he, game when no what he uh kind of pushed off brian russell a little bit um that might not. be playoffs. that might be playoff uh, th- th- this is in the finals the one, the shot over Craig Elo against the Cavs in 89, I mean, it, it's called the shot. I, I'm going to have to go and do my own research here uh, right now, Newman. I'm... No, I think, I, I think I'm wrong. <laughs>
2: you you backtracked
0: very quickly.
2: We do our research. Have you done your research? You're being a little disrespectful to some of the game's greatest players, too. Yeah. Such as Larry Bird, Larry Legend.
4: Not even top five.
2: You're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, just Thank complete, it. just complete idiot. You're oh, welcome.
0: It's, it's, it's really not. That's a dumb, dumb take, man. But it's not, in your opinion, it is. It's a take that is shared by many, many people. A quick Google search will confirm that.
2: Many, many people. Yes. You know who doesn't share it? Who? all who? The guys that played against him, his contemporaries, including his royal heirless Michael Jordan.
0: That I mean, that's fine. I I think I think Bird is certainly one of the top ten players of all time. But the to, the thought that he is one of the top five of all time is a minority opinion. It just is. Look it up. Pretty easy to substantiate. Anything else, Newman?
4: No, just excited for Vols basketball tomorrow at Vandy's. I think it's going to be a not a one-possession game, but it'll be single digits, point differential for the most part until the final minute. I think Tennessee will pull away, win by 11 or so. And, yeah, rivalry games are always tough, regardless of how bad the other team is. And it's not like Vandy's a joke. This is a competitive team. I think they'll put up a fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're better than – I mean, when people think about Vanderbilt, they think of the fact – well, first of all, our fans think about the fact that they haven't beaten Rick Barnes in forever, and they've been pretty bad. They had that one season where they didn't win a game in league play. But I think they also – the other thing that jumps out about this year's team is that loss they had to Alabama, where they lost by 58. I don't think they're that bad. And <laughs> – I'm fully prepared for a frustrating night in Memorial Gymnasium tomorrow. If you're not, if you're expecting a blowout, I would adjust your expectations. I think Tennessee wins the game. I don't think it's going to be in the 40s like the Auburn game was, but I fully expect a frustrating game tomorrow night against the Commodores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, Newman, appreciate it, man. Good call. You're totally wrong about it. LeBron James being the guy. You're 21, though. We'll cut you a little slack. Not much, but. Shout well. out to the younger listeners this afternoon. 865-546-8200 if you want to chime in on that. Looking at uh, MGM.com, a list of NBA players with the most game-winning shots of all time. Number one, Michael Jordan. He's considered by many as the greatest basketball player of all time. Jordan, six-time NBA champ, blah, blah, blah. Uh, piled up nine game winners during his entire 15-year career. That seems low. Nine game winners. I guess, you know, define game. To me, a game winner is like you take the shot at the buzzer and it, you're either tied or losing and your team wins. You make it and, and you, you walk off. Tied at number two, Kobe Bryant, and you'll never guess who's tied with Kobe for the second-most game winners at eight game-winning shots. Larry? No. Joe Johnson. (laughs) Okay. He had had eight. Good for him? That's that's actually pretty good. I'll I'll be honest, man. I I remember Joe Johnson at Arkansas, and I know he played forever and was kind of a journeyman, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Who do you associate him with when you think of Joe Johnson? The Nets. The Nets? I think the Nets. See, I don't even remember him playing. Like, Unless I'm thinking he of He played for the Celtics for a while, right? I thought he played for the Pistons.
2: I <laughs> may be completely is he, wrong.
1: Is he the Ryan Fitzpatrick of the NBA? He's just played for just about every team.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's was, hard to tell. I mean, you got to admit, Joe Johnson's like the most generic name ever. He
1: started his career with Boston, then went to Phoenix, then Atlanta, then Brooklyn, Jeez. Miami for a year, then the Utah Jazz, Houston for a year,
0: took a couple of years off, came back to Boston. Took a couple of years off? Yeah. Never played for the Pistons. Oh, yeah, he did, right? I remember that. He came out of retirement to, join to play Celtics. for the Celtics for a year. Yep. Hmm. That's so weird, man. Seven-time NBA All-Star. Pretty, pretty damn good career. First round pick,
1: tenth overall. What mm-hmm. year was that? When he was drafted? Yeah, oh uh, one. Yeah, I I always associate him with with the uh, with the Nets. I, I,
2: I'm not you sure See why. the last of Nolan's great,
0: great players. Well, I don't even know if he played for for Nolan. I guess he might have. That's 20 years ago. Yeah. Who took over right after Nolan Richardson at Arkansas? They had so many coaches there before hitting on Musselman. Was it uh, Stan Heath? Uh, Let me look it up. 865-546-8200. If you want to jump in this afternoon. I'll tell you what. We were talking about uh, baseball on TV and an SEC network trying to fill the inventory. I mentioned talk about this earlier. You know what I found myself? It, It was a slow night. Friday night at Stately Smith Manor. I was just kind of chilling downstairs, heater on, picking a little guitar, TV on in the background. You know what I was watching? You know what caught my eye Friday night? What's that? SEC Gymnastics. Hmm? I just happened to have it on SEC Network and turn it on and I'm looking up. I'm telling you what, man. It was LSU was hosting the event. And I know they have the media darling the tiktok girl right yeah but they're playing at they're having the gymnastics meet at the lsu arena where they play basketball pete mirovich assembly center yeah pmac place is sold out packed to the rafters i'm curious as to why tennessee doesn't have a gymnastics that's what i'm watching this and i'm thinking like this is actually kind of cool yeah now it's a little bit it not even a little bit. It's highly sexualized. Like these girls are just like wearing next to nothing. Oh, and I'm sure that's part of the appeal for for some of the men. But like they're they're out there. De- like I have no idea what's happening. They they're just the the way it works is you know they've got the big platform out there. Yes, and floor exercise. And, and the whole team is gathered on the side of the platform, the floor exercise, whatever. And then, like, these girls will go out there, and they'll, like, dance for a minute. Their song comes on. They start dancing provocatively. And I, I don't know why they, they do this, but they do that for, like, a minute. They're just kind of dancing, like, getting in the flow. They're like, oh, yeah, look. Like, she, well, she's she's fired up now. Yeah. And uh, and then they do their routine. They tumble around and jump and spin and twist and prance and all that stuff. And they always end up with a big flip, and they got to stick the landing, right? Now wait a minute,
2: like I don't—I've never really watched. I watch the Olympic stuff,
0: and they don't—they don't do some kind of dance before they actually start I'm ta- competing. I'm, I'm no expert. I don't know what I'm watching. I don't know necessarily why I'm watching. I've been trying to tell you that the Olympic sports are incredible. The athleticism. Uh, they, I mean they—they're—they're they're athletic. It's—it's uh, it's cool. But I—I I was just more impressed with the fact that a it's on TV. B like I'm t- the the crowd was packed and I don't know if it's just because of that one girl and I know she caused the scene at Utah or BYU or wherever where all the uh, thirsty dudes showed up and made a spectacle spectacle of themselves but I, that place was packed man like I, w- I was stunned because I, I would think like even a popular gymnastics meets what like a huge crowd would be like five thousand people right to me there's twenty thousand yeah. people in that place broadcast on the SEC network on a Friday night? I I, I did think, like, that would be – that would be cool. You want to – they've got $100 million. We're giving Dr. Danny basically a lifetime contract, and God bless him, he's earned it. We're giving Josh Heupel a $4 million year, year raise. God bless him, he's earned it. It's whatever. but They, they could shave off a little well, bit. It's it, not like that's a super expensive sport to do. Well, I mean, I'm sure it cost a little bit, like – you want to make this college athletics work for our country, our people, our communities, and like, well, put it into scholarships. Well, like, put the start a gymnastics team, put all those gals on scholarship, put the baseball players on scholarship, put more sports, man. Create. We've got the facilities for Bring it. Bring back the wrestling. We used to have an unreal wrestling program here. We've clearly got the money for it. Now, like, you'd have to, there'd have to be a, an NCAA or some sort of governing body that that mandates you do this because you know obviously we're not going to nobody's going to step out on that plank by themselves and say oh yeah we'll, we'll stop investing the money in football And but if the SEC school if they were serious about it and they're not so it's not going to happen but like if, if Russell were sports czar if I put in charge it's like alright uh, all you football coaches I'm glad that you guys got rich over this like that's, that's over now you're, you're going to make three or four hundred grand a year and be happy to do it and we're going to We're going to have all kinds of sports, man. We're going to have like 20 different women's teams, 15 different men's teams. They're all going to be on complete scholarships, and they're all going to be fully funded and and all this stuff. And, yeah, football's playing with it. It's a little bit socialism. You're going to have to deal with it. It's whatever. This is college we're talking about. We're trying to educate people and not have so many dummies out there walking around. And we got to have programming for the SEC Network. I'm an entertainer at heart, man. we got to have programming put on the TV. I guarantee you, if, if if I'm sitting there watching that uh, Friday, a bunch of other, like Slotnick over here and, and Marcus, they'll, they'll be watching the gymnastics. I'm more. Of a next volleyball. thing you know, we'll be doing a voluntary reaction for it. I'm more of a volleyball guy. You put that on, too. Quick break. The shocking conclusion of the drive coming up. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. 865 546 8200 your number to get on board, 546-8200. Back to wrap things up after this. Back here on The Drive, it's Fan Run Radio. Wrapping up a Tuesday afternoon edition of the show, Overtime. Getting set to head your way next on many of these fine Fan Run affiliates. Be gearing up for a big one tomorrow. Get ready for Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Voluntary reaction after the game. Be a long Wednesday night for the Drive crew. Let's go back to the phone lines this afternoon. And... TJ, the Kentucky fan, is next. What's up, TJ? Hey,
3: what's up, fellas? I tell you what, I can't wait till these nine o'clock games are over with, man.
0: You know, uh, yeah, you guys got Arkansas tonight. Tennessee's been lucky. I remember, like last year, we had so many of those nine p.m. games, and oh, have we had any yet this year? Mm-hmm. I feel like we might have had yeah, one. we had one somewhere. Vanderbilt last time was yeah. it? Yeah, okay. Well,
3: isn't is, it, is it Tennessee and Kentucky a nine o'clock Tuesday game in rough?
0: I think that's. That a, a, I thought that was o'clock. a Saturday game. Is it? Let me see. Uh, yeah, Saturday one p.m.
3: Okay, that's a couple weeks out. Why, why is that not
2: on. a? It, I feel like that should always be a Saturday six p.m. tip. Tennessee and Kentucky.
3: Uh, well, because like has
2: it. Uh, I feel like it's it's kind of disrespectful to the rivalry.
0: Final home game of the year for the Vols against Arkansas February 28th will be a 9 p.m. tip Ugh. at Thompson Bowling on a Tuesday.
3: Ugh. Yeah, we've
0: we've had five in a row Tuesday at 9 p.m. Oh, man. Row. Yeah, that's brutal. Tennessee got – you know, I remember complaining that, about that a lot last year, and we've only got two of them this year so i guess tennessee was blessed
2: didn't we have one that was like 9 p.m central
0: time i guess it would have started at eight well that was the arizona game those way out west but no i mean the these 9 p.m tips during the season that's an sec network thing because they want to start a game at seven and go right into a game at nine the problem is that these games take around two
2: hours and 20 minutes to play
0: <laughs> That is the, that, that's the worst, TJ, when your game's starting and you're sitting there watching St. John's finish off St. Bonaventure and it's like, oh, my God, there's three minutes left to go. Can we just cut this off and go to my game? Especially when it's like an 18-point lead.
3: Yeah, and and then they put it on ESPN News yeah. or something. Your, your game you is starting in. on ESPN it,
0: News and the ESPN app, which is guaranteed not to work since you really want to use it.
3: Exactly. Hey, you know, the real reason I'm calling is because I – no disrespect. I'm I'm kind of amazed that uh, you guys haven't got into the gymnastics or volleyball <laughs> yet. Uh, I, I know my daughter, she's into gymnastics, so me and her will sit there and watch it sometimes. She loves watching it. But I don't know if you've heard about the gymnastic chick from LSU, the Olivia Dunn or whatever her name is. Yeah, that's like- what
0: – yeah, I mean – I, I was watching wild, their meet on Friday night and I don't know if it's all because of her or if gymnastics is just legitimately that big at in LSU, but they had sold out their basketball arena, which I believe seats fifteen or sixteen thousand and it's also oh, really big in Georgia. Thing was huge.
3: They they sold out Rupp, um Really? Two weeks ago. They they sold out Rupp because L S U Gymnastics came out there and
0: they Oh, it was just because of her?
3: Oh uh, yeah, they shut wow. down the whole city. They were like, "Hey, look." That's crazy. Don't, don't come near Rupp. Don't go downtown Lexington between six PM and ten PM. I mean, she's got she's got bodyguards. I so don't know if you know who. That, but she so bodyguards. How how
0: yeah, much does a normal every- how much does a normal gymnastics meet attract to Rupp?
3: Not oh, half that if that.
0: So maybe ten thousand people. Yeah, which is still a uh, huge crowd. I for so it's I, this one broad that's on TikTok. It's yeah, well, young lady. Is is it uh, yeah. is it all a bunch of thirsty teenage young men going? It is.
3: Well, if if you go on her Instagram or TikTok, you would see how you would see why the young men are thirsting. Sure, if, if I can put it mildly.
0: What do these dudes think it's going to happen though? They're going to go see her gymnast. You you get in there, you think that, like she's going to come up to you and like give you her number or something, and you're gonna you you really you're going to sit there and watch a two or three hour gymnastics meet just because one there's a hot chick on the team that you follow on social media. That seems really weird to me.
3: Look, if that was the case, I'd be going to every girl event in the world because there's beautiful women out there who play every kind of sport, man. I mean I, yeah I mean
0: for guys our age I mean remember uh, Anna Kornikova back in the, oh, like yeah. I, I I think we are, it never crossed my mind to go to one of her matches I'm I'm sure I could have I'm sure she played in the United States at some point but it's like I you know
3: Yeah or or even the uh the golfer I think her name is Paige Sumaranick or something like that
0: what so is she's a, a
3: what? What is this girl's name? Now.
0: Olivia. What's her last name?
3: I think it's Dunn or Dune. It's like D U N N E or something like that.
1: She's the one that so dated yeah, uh, Burrow.
3: Who's that? Paige?
1: There was like a gymnastics, I think, for uh, LSU that dated Burrow for a while.
2: Oh, I, no, I, Joey, no, I think Joey Joey Touchdown's got like his like pick a, right now. I
3: think this chick is a sophomore or a junior, so yeah. I don't. I don't think they ever pat. Uh well, cross paths.
1: I'm a fan of Urban's
3: uh kicking in already for this free game. But hey anyways, uh good luck tomorrow and uh I guess I'll be staying up for this late game once again. Y'all have a good night, man.
1: I'm
2: personally a fan sounds of, a little stuffy. Did he sounds sick to you? Well, under the weather. No.
0: He said he's been boozing a little bit. <sighs> might just be might be getting a little loose.
1: Kelsey Plum for the uh, Las Vegas Aces is uh I'm a fan of hers. Who? Kelsey Plum plays what? for uh, Las Vegas Aces. In what sport? WNBA. <laughs> glad, glad you care about women's uh, basketball. She's
2: actually I've, joined up I've with I've Candace never Parker. Pretended, uh,
1: Candace is in Vegas now.
0: Uh, Candace Parker
2: still playing?
1: Yeah, she. I just. Yeah, she was going to Vegas now.
2: Well, I'll tell you. You know right? who she doesn't like. Who? Gino Ari. Oh. Well, no one does. Inima.
0: I heard he had another. Yeah, he did. He incident had another meltdown. over the weekend. Was that when Don Staley was uh, curb stomping him? Is he having? Is he having like mental issues? Because he had taken like a leave of absence earlier in the season, and it, he had the situation here during our game at halftime where he's. I, I, I wonder if he's.
2: It's almost it's it's almost like Rat Boy did at the end with Duke when whenever. He'd start losing, then he, his back would flare up. Every time UConn starts losing, Gino Arienema uh, just goes nuts. Poor Holly Rhodes. You see that picture of her as he's walking off? The look on her face? after <laughs> That dust up, it, it's Tommy Ball. <laughs> you can find it. It's pretty funny.
0: I wish they would empower those sideline reporters to be a little bit more mean. Well, just... Stand your ground, like yeah, like take your hands off me, and, like I'm. You're doing your job. I'm doing my job. You're con- contractually obligated to talk to me. It's part of your media duties. Don't, you don't, might not like it, but don't be a patronizing,
2: you know, yeah. misogynistic <laughs> jerk. The deal with Cal. I'm surprised Holly Rowe hadn't done that. Yeah, that she's was, a fan of the drive.
0: Yeah, that whole stuff with Cal was. Holly Rowe is a fan of the drive.
2: Apparently McClure uh, was giving her a ride when she was in town for a game. It was it last year or the year before. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, had yeah. us on, and we were we were in rare form.
0: She was just saying that to be nice. Probably. She looks like a nice gal. I don't, like, she's
2: got the look of, you know, she's not some 20-something-year-old. Like, that was pretty ballsy of Calda. Grab on, latch on to her like that, and for that matter, Gino to flip out the way he did—that would be funny to see her just break something off on one of these guys. If we could ever interview her, I'd want to
1: ask her, like, like when you have coaches that are just doing that kind of nonsense, childish stuff during your interviews, like, how do yeah, you, I, how do you? I not? would,
0: I would have so much respect for them—not that I don't have any respect for them, but I, I would gain, like, if if they, Maria Taylor, when Sabin was. Quit asking when, me. When he was doing that, says so was like, no, I'm not going to quit asking you. Like, This is my job. I, I literally have a minute to ask you two questions. I'm going to ask you whatever I want. Don't if you, you... want to show your rear end and on national television, that's up to you. But don't tell me how to do my job. Like, I think that would be awesome.
2: Oh, yeah. Make me a fan for life. She's doing – she hadn't missed a beat, has she? She's doing really well. After that whole deal where she kind of got the shaft at – at ESPN, I can't. Where is was she right S- now? She's on NFL
0: Sunday with. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. On NBC, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she, no, night she's football. yeah, she's doing good. It, it's weird, right? I mean, I guess that technically is a bigger, more well-known position than. Okay, I get it. Amber Alert, stop! That's right. She's off. in Jacksboro. I can't do anything about it. Um. Totally lost my train of thought. What the hell was I talking about? Maria Taylor, step up. Yeah, I, I guess that's a step up, being on NBC as opposed to being like the college reporter for ESPN. But in my world, my unique little viewing habits world, it's, I saw more of her when she was doing the college stuff as opposed to when she's doing the NFL. Mm-hmm. That whole deal with Saban, though, that would have been hilarious if somebody just
2: called him on that. Would you say, no, I'm not going to stop asking. You're contractually obligated. If you want to act like a complete raving lunatic, be my guest. That's just like Beheim going after that 20-year-old kid who asked him, you know, where Syracuse's star player has been who just dropped off the face, you know, just dropped out of sight and had not been playing. These coaches. I got to be stunned if Heupel behaved that way.
0: No, he wouldn't do that. Or Barnes. really Vitella. We have some uh, really good coaches here in Knoxville, good stewards of the program, represent everything well, don't have to worry about them making fools of themselves, which has not always been the case. (laughs) In all those sports, in all all those sports, man, every now and then, uh, I can't believe we put Jeremy Pruitt up there, handed him the keys to the program, man, like – Okay, Coach, I under, uh, Fulmer, I understand, like, you want to win games, and he's, he knows the secrets to the Alabamas. But that there's still, at some point, he's going to have to speak words into a microphone. Yeah. It not cross your mind that this guy has you problems the, biggest conjugating to the basic
2: Al- verbs. To the Alabama football dynasty? Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Got the five-star heart? Champions of life. Butch Jones taking
0: notes. It's Miller time. Jake and the boys up next. Overtime headed your way on many of these fine fan run affiliates. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Marcus. Three to six, fan run radio, the drive tomorrow. Talk to you then.